Nick Hart from Backstreet Boys. Shout out to Boy Band Break. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Shout out to your podcast, Boy Band Break. Hey everybody, this is Howie D, and I'm listening to Boy Band Break. Hi, Ashley Parker Angel here. Huge shout out to the Boy Band Break podcast. This is Brad from LFO, and you are listening to Boy Band Break. Hey, what's up? This is Jacob. It's Dan. What's up? It's Trevor. And it's Eric Michael, and it's time for Boy Band Break, baby. Let's go! Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in the Boy Band Conversation. As always, I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome Woo. back. Yay. Another. So if you're tuning in, waiting for part two of the Joey Mack show, you're going to have to come back next week because... Spoiler alert! New album alert come through this week. Sorry, yes. we didn't get it in time for Sunday, so that is why it's a week. It released late. on it released on on the Saturday, but we were it very released busy. on the Friday. Friday, but we were very busy. We had a busy weekend. So. We were at a clothing swap in Guelph, um, and, and uh, it was Mother's Day. Mother's and Day, and birthday, that too. So so. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who listen to us. Yes, exactly. So, so. happy Mother's Day to the boy band moms too. And the boy band moms. Thank yes. you for birthing children. You are so handsome and talented. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No, I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm and... just getting a visual of like Justin Timberlake's mom. And I'm like, ah! Okay. Thank you for that. You're That's... welcome. Okay, cool. Anyways, let's Random. continue on to the today's topic of discussion. What are we going to be talking about, guys? Mm-hmm. Well, my friends, the new album is called... Is that a... The new album for what? Well, I'm going to ask you, who do you think? Well, you obviously know because you all listen, but all of you not uh, who were not listening, the new album is called The Album by Jonas Brothers. Oh my God, another Jonas Brothers album. Yes. Joe Bros have like come back with a vengeance. They have. since they And they're going on tour as well. Fun times ahead. Oh shoot, I was going to look that up too. Okay, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, or do we want to talk about that right now? Right now. Okay. Sure. uh, let us pull up the Jonas. I'm going to move this microphone so that you can type. Jonas Brothers.com. Oh, I was like, ooh, she's not putting in a space. Share this tab instead. All right. Sophia, can you see the Jonas Brother thing? Yes. I don't know why I'm dramatically holding my hand up. Uh, very simple. It's exciting. So exciting. here's the Jonas Brothers. Their album is called The Album. This is the cover of it. They are standing in a in a desert of some sort in front of a screen is it like I, one yeah. normally uses at a background for taking pictures but it's actually showing the the, the back yeah it's i don't know if it's just a, kind of like a like a fuck you society thing guard, i'm yeah. very confused but instead okay. of just like you know posing in front of the, the mountains yeah or posing with that it's like maybe it's to make us think why do they do it like this that's true yeah yeah that could in be the outdoors and we got our buddy Nick Jonas wearing some leather pants, red leather pants, rather red or brownish leather pants, yeah. and a and a black t shirt, all you know, fierce. With we got sleeves. Papa Kevin over there with his black pants and striped dress shirt. He's and- doing the hot thing that guys do, but it because it's him. I'm like ah, like it's like like pulling down the sleeves. Like that's usually like. Mm, maybe but- you hate Kevin. Maybe I hate Kevin. Wow. I don't know. Maybe I do. Love you, Kev. You know what? To be honest, they remind me of like the of Hanson. Like he's like okay, the, he's like the Isaac of the group. Not, okay. You know. Did okay. you hate Hanson? No, I just I like Isaac. I like Taylor Hanson. 
and, and it kind of makes sense because well doing... they are brothers they're yeah. americans yes and, and then could, we yeah. have joe over there i guess like... kevin is the one doesn't do much so i can see why maybe you don't like him uh, kevin does a no, lot he, does a he lot. just doesn't he really does. sing as much as he really does others. a lot yeah but just like ah, i don't know what does he do I'm just like, no, he's singing and all that. Anyways, singing. all right. And he's let's... instruments. Okay. Okay, that's songs. that one. Which one's that? One? Uh, and then we got. I'm just kidding. Joe. In... Joe, I like Joe that one. Joe is wearing black pants. Joe black is like the Taylor Hanson of. Is he or yeah. is it? Is Nick? Joe no. or Nick the one that you always get confused and you have to look them up? She gets confused every single time. It's Joe. I like Joe. Do you? I don't know. Is that the one on the right? Yes. So I like he Joe. is wearing a plaid jacket, very outdoorsy with his dress pants. So. You're looking up to the sky confused. Yes. Same, buddy. Same. He's got some good hair going on there, I would say. So. Yeah. So okay. this is the album. That has nothing to do with No, anything, you were so. talking about the tour. So let's okay, get to the tour. So here it is. So they just, so they announced their album and they launched their tour. And the tour is called... Five albums, one night, Jonas Brothers. What? Woo! So, what the prequel to this is that in was it March, Sophia? I think it was March. Yeah, they March. Ended up, they ended up doing a show. Um, in they did five shows in New York City. I want to say Hammerstein Ballroom, but I could be wrong. I don't know. We it's didn't like get a tickets. Broadway. It was a smaller venue, probably like fifteen hundred people, or whatever per night, um, but it sold out immediately. And each night, what they did is they did the entire album. So one album and they would do their, so they have five albums out now. So they did all of them. Each night they felt, did all the songs. So I was like, man, that's a lot of songs. Then I started actually looking at the Jonas Brothers discography, if you will. Uh, I'm gonna share this tab. I just wanna say, sorry, there's people laughing outside of my apartment. That's okay, we can barely hear it, it's okay. okay. Just wanted to mention it just in case. Mm -hmm. Sorry, just scrolling through things, trying to find the. Ah, here we go. So, their first album one, two, three, four, five. Wait a minute. Now the album is six. Are there six albums? Or one they're saying that they're, this might be the seventh album. Okay, let's go to the main discography. It was very interesting on Twitter. They were like, oh, yes, it's six albums. But then in the comments, you read, like, it could possibly be seven albums. Well, okay, so they have, like, uh, okay, so they have live albums. Like, so music from counts. the three, so that doesn't count as does part of count? the thing. So according to this, they have music from the 3D concert experience, live Walmart sound check, and then live. Uh, and then they have soundtracks for Camp Rock, Jonas L.A. Oh, they do. Good, okay. What? Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. And then some compilation album, music from Chasing Happiness, video albums, whatever. As okay, for their sorry, you are video albums, okay. whatever. These are not that okay. important. So okay. I'm moving back up to the main discography. Okay. So from here, there's studio albums. Okay. Okay. It's about time. So that was released August 8th, 2006. Uh, hit number 91 on the US charts and did not chart anywhere else. Uh, then Jonas Brothers came out August 7th of 2007, and that hit number five in the U.S., and then uh, Canada got to number 10, and whatever. Um, a little bit longer came out August 12th, 2008. That hit number one uh, in the U.S. In Canada, it also hit number one. And number two in Italy, guys. So there you go. Ooh, oh, three in Spain. Lines, Vines, and Trying Times was June 16th, 2009. 
hit number one in US, Canada, and Spain. And then happiness, so that's when they took a break was after that one. So then they came back 10 years later in 2019, almost to the date, June 7th, 2019. Uh, so happiness begins, hit number one in US and Canada and number two in the UK. And then right, uh, this album is, uh, came out May 12th, 2023. And so far it's only been out about a week. So it doesn't have the, it has not registered the, the week yet mm -hmm. yes so there you go as as of the time we're recording this it's mm -hmm. not registered yet. happiness begins was such a good album happiness begins was great yes definitely i'm wondering if maybe they don't count it's about time maybe that's why it's saying only five albums maybe instead of six i'm not really sure maybe it's kind of like maybe when uh, backstreet came out they had certain songs that were on the red album and then they because they also claim they right. have 10 albums or they say they have nine albums or it's a very confusing. Uh, right. Because the U.S. got um, Backstreet's Back where it was a combination of the Red Album and then mm -hmm. the other album. Yeah. So I have not actually gone in to look at these, um, but they could be different albums. No, no, they're different songs. So. Sorry. I don't know. You're muttering. I don't know. It's they are claiming the tour is five albums fought one night. So I don't I'm assuming maybe because the first album didn't do as good as the other ones. They're like, okay, we won't worry about that one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If you're Jonas Brothers no friends, tell us which album is not included. That would be great. So I'm assuming it's probably the first one is probably not included, but whatever. So anyway, so uh reeling it back. So in March they did um, five nights of concerts. Each night was one album, whatever. Um, and then I was like, man, that's a lot of songs. That's a long album. Then I was looking at their album um, lengths. They're actually kind of short. They are short. They yeah. are yeah. between 30 minutes and 45 minutes. And I was like, oh. yeah, their songs are like between two and a half to like three minutes long. So I was like, okay. So it's just like the sweet spot. You don't want them. To you don't like want it like long. super long. It's you don't want like, Bohemian Rhapsody for guys. Yeah, yeah, you don't you need know? it. Well, Justin Timberlake made one song like seven minutes from his solo album. Which one? I don't know because I don't. Uh, oh right, yeah, sorry. Um, one? the one, sexy love sounds or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. What goes around comes around. That song was like almost I think seven or nine minutes. Jesus! Wow. Okay. Uh, they yeah. obviously condensed it for radio, but yeah, yeah. So short, sweet, and to the point. Very good, Joe No, Joe Bro, Joe No, Joe No, Joe No. Okay. Anyway, so uh, so Jonas Brothers is coming out with this this concert. It starts on August twelfth. Five albums, one night. So my question is: Are they playing every single song off these five albums? Or are they just taking songs from each of the album, which makes sense, right? I don't know. I it's think fun. it's taking songs from each of the albums. Because I feel like to sing every single song is a bit crazy. But isn't Taylor Swift kind of doing something like that? Oh, yeah, because Aerosmith? some of her concert is like really long, apparently. Yikes. So I did the math. And if Joe Bros played all the songs from all the albums, it would end up being like three and a half hours long. Good which Lord. seems like a long concert for them because most most concerts are about two hours ish. I feel like that would kill Old your voice. About forty five minutes. Yeah, and like after a couple hours, your voice is like and scratchy a little bit. Right? But Bruce Springsteen does that as well, so I know. Well, I guess they have like drink tea, drink this, make sure your voice is good. Oh, for the singer, you mean? 
Yeah, don't they have like tea that they drink? Yeah, they have sl- like a special tea. Sl- I don't know. Slippery elm tea. They, they drink. Yeah, but it's like still. I mean, there's only so much tea before like true, it's over. True. You know, oh, you don't maybe they. You don't yeah, like maybe they're whistle, like right? we're young. It's all good. They don't really dance as much as like boy bands do. I so get a little more stamina there. Maybe. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Like they walk around, they play guitar. That's obviously very tight. You know, takes a lot out of you. But yeah, so anyways, it's not like One Direction, we just did nothing. So, like, oh my god they're Anyways. there it's there uh so it starts in bronx new york uh currently the only canadian date is in toronto on august 19th uh and then at the moment they are ending in orlando on october it, 16th october 16th but i think they is might the one in there. toronto at the rogers center it is at the rogers center so that yeah that's wild eh? sky dome oh yeah so it can hold like 45 49 000 people so oh, it's that's pretty huge huge yeah yeah um I just okay. want to just quickly touch on something right now. And yeah. I, I guess maybe a little bit controversial. Uh-huh. But, I'm just gonna... but, but it's fair in the assessment of people that I've seen the comments of. But go ahead. So I, I'll just click on Toronto just for argument's sakes here. Okay. Okay. So they have... Um... Ticketmaster. Oh, they still have quite a bit of tickets. It's surprising. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it's selling pretty well, except there's still quite some bits. So if you see this area at the front yeah with the stars yeah these are the vip packages okay so right now i'll, I'll explain okay. in a second so okay. right now regular tickets on the floor this is canadian sorry dollars. are you at still the same page You're of like dates? during this tab oh sorry. okay yeah that's okay oh, sorry okay so right now floor tickets are why is this not letting me click i keep more? zooming in apparently Okay. Where is this? Okay. So official platinum is four fifty seven. So that's your Ticketmaster scam one. There's oh, there. I was like, where's the stage? Yeah, okay. right. Can they zoom out so just to show everyone again because they missed Sorry. it when you were showing the depth. So the stage is here. It has uh, the little penis out, little B stage nice. over here. Nice. Uh, so all around here is the VIP tickets, which I will show you shortly. Currently, floor tickets, if you get the official platinum ones, are like four hundred and two hundred and thirty one dollars. Which seems like okay. That's a lot. Uh, here are the 100 level. I mean, 200 level is 226, and then like the ones that you're reaching the sky of the sky. Where you're high fiving Jesus. High fiving Jesus is 122, way. but I think if you go to the side, it is the cheapest tickets are like 80 something. Remember when like the 500 section was like $50? Okay. So, so, but American ones are a lot cheaper. And I understand that, you know, they obviously, they think we got like tons of money up here. Exchange rate and stuff. I get that. But also, like, I saw some tickets for like $50 Ah. on American ones, which would be like 65 Canadian, which is still half of the price what they're trying to do. Because huh. normally Toronto, they would sell out twice. Normally they'd be at the Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. And they would have already had two or three dates by now. Yeah. And I guess they're like, you know what? Let's just do the Sky Dome. This is just one. And this is much larger than some of the bigger ones in the States. Like a lot of the bigger venues in the States are about 20,000. And this holds 49,000 people. So it's They're it's like, why larger. not try it? Why not just do it once and then not have to do multiple shows? I mean, I guess. I guess. Okay, cool. So um, as you've heard us talk before, if you're new to us, uh, we do like the Backstreet Boys a lot. So we do go to a lot of Backstreet Boys events. And the Backstreet Boys have VIP meet and greets, which are very expensive to, subjectively, 
Um, but you know, like, and it's, it's got, you get less stuff like back in the day, they used to do like backstage tours yeah. or they'd have different levels of like, you could hear a sound check, whatever. So yeah. now it's well, basically- Well, when we first started with Backstreet Boys, they even did autographs then took your picture. And so then you had your autograph, like paper yes, or whatever you got up. was in the picture with you in the meet and greet. That and is they so took that away. Because I had the front page of the Toronto Star and I got four of them because Kevin wasn't with the group at the time when I met them. And they, four of them assigned it. And all that. So anyways, so, and at that time it was maybe like 250, whatever. Yeah, 250. Something like that. It kind of goes up. It was very cheap. Now, now the Backstreet Boys meet and greet. I can't recall the actual amount, but let's just I think it's like seven fifty in Canadian dollars. Is it that much? Ooh, exchange because it's five hundred dollars in American. Anyway, so you get to meet them, um, and you get a very quick picture with them. But it's a solo picture, like you're not with a group. So like the new kids have them as well, but you're in groups of ten with those pictures. So sometimes you meet them very quickly. You get your BSB used to do tears as well. They used to do gold, platinum silver bronze okay yes exactly but essentially you get to meet the band and yes, you get a yes. picture with you in the band that okay? kind of makes sense that is You're what what is the with the vegas ones they had like a loungy area you get some snacks and some free drinks and there's like a photo booth and shit like this so the vegas one is very similar to what this current jonas brother one is okay so there's there's four levels of package silver gold wings and ultimate so wings. Oh, okay. Wings. So silver, you get one seat somewhere in the this area. So I'm guessing this little back area. Sorry, uh, wings is after their song on the album. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Never mind. Yes. Okay. Yes. Please continue. Okay. So silver, you get one premium seat. Uh, you get a lanyard and a laminate, and then you get a special gift item. Okay. What is a special gift item? It's a surprise once you get there. Ooh, is it like then a you sweaty got, towel? Uh, <laughs> okay. And then you get it's probably a t-shirt or something. Okay. So then gold is pretty much exactly the same okay. as silver, except you possibly no, you don't get yeah, so nothing. Okay, so you get Wait, a little, so there's nothing. It's pretty much the exact same as silver, except you're a little bit closer. Okay, I guess. So you get I don't know if the gifts are different in the different levels. I don't uh, know. Okay. All right. They might be, but okay. as far as so again, you're just getting a, a seat, a lanyard, and you get a gift. Mm. wings is when you start getting up higher in the vip so this is a ticket in the first 10 rows so okay so uh you get the vip lounge so there's a photo booth you get some snacks and specialty cocktails so you get two drinks games music and more so you just like chill out before you don't have to worry because there's no um it's not general admission there are seats so that's actually kind of good for them mm. they get a special gift you get to shop for the general public so there's no line for your shopping uh there's a vip backdrop in this lounge area that you can take a photo in front of and that's pretty much so that's that lounge okay and then you have the ultimate wings package ultimate wings ultimate wings so this is wings wings, except instead of the first (laughs) 10 rows okay you're in the first five rows okay so that's good so that's so as you can see from this map pretty much it's all vip in this area like you can't get this unless you buy one of these VIP packages. Mm. So you cannot get the first 10 rows without that unless you're way off to the side. Okay. So, uh, so you get the same thing as the wings, you get, um, the snacks, the booth, whatever. But with this one, you also get a pre-show photo op 
with your parties, whoever you bought your okay. tickets with, right. in front of the stage. Uh, okay. okay, are they there? No. No, so okay. it says right here, no artist participation. Okay, so let me- What the hell? So how much do you think these things cost? Based on the fact that we saw that tickets were about 250 to 300. Or just- Okay. For the, I don't know. Did you already, if Sophia, if you already looked, you can't check. You can't. No, I didn't look. I didn't look. Okay. So for the cheaper one where you just get a ticket and a lanyard, so these ones back here, does anybody want to guess? Oh, can we, so which? So this is the the silver package. I'm going to say a 400. Okay. Uh, 548. Wow. Okay. For which row? That was silver. So that is for 31st row. So you're 31 rows back, you're paying that much. Uh, to compare, this non-VIP one in that section is okay. It's official platinum, so it's more. It's six sixty-four. So that's the Ticketmaster scalping. Oh, that's not real I hate pricing. Them so Ticketmaster is garbage. Okay, okay, so this is comparable in the next section. It's about three hundred dollars. So you're essentially paying an extra two hundred and fifty dollars for this lanyard to be slightly closer. Wow! Okay. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, Sign my ass up. Yes, yeah, so that was silver, right? Yeah, yeah so gold. Silver. So gold should be in the back here. Uh, gold is $665. Oof. Uof. Uh, so that is right in line with this little B stage. I mean, I guess. That's wild. So, gold. so yeah, so, so this is for Toronto. So it, it will vary for your show. Your show will be cheaper because it's going to be in US dollars and not as scammy, but 665 Okay, so... The closest you can get with the gold, and again, all you're getting is a lanyard. You don't even get the party for six sixty-five. Okay. Now we're gonna move up to wings. Okay. So wings is within the first ten rows. So what are we guessing? That I'm gonna guess at least eight hundred. Okay. You're going eight hundred. Ah, uh, nine fifty. Nine fifty. Wings is $900. Man, what? I'm like close. So we're both a little close. Okay, so you're paying $900 for this little party and all this stuff. So, and you're, and with the Toronto show, the Wings does go, like it says first 10 rows, but this is like the first six rows. So you do get, I don't know if that's still seven. So the first seven rows in Toronto is considered regular Wings. Okay, so for front row and up to row five, that is your your magical ultimate wings package. So wings is nine hundred. How much do you think ultimate wings is? I think fifteen hundred. One thousand two hundred. Okay, drum roll, please. Fifteen hundred. Eleven sixty six. So you're paying almost twelve hundred dollars. You're paying almost an additional three hundred dollars. To take a picture with the stage. The shit. stage. That sucks. There was no artist there. That's there was no so like stupid. Jonas best friend on stage with you. It is just you and, and your buddy is taking a picture in front of the and I don't even know if you even get to go on the stage or if you're literally standing in front of it. Oh, which sucks. you are gonna do when you are front row of the like, okay, yes, you are front row of the concert. I get that. You do have that, but does that not seem like a lot of extra money to literally take a picture of the stage? Yes, it does. Because, like, if I'm going to save myself. Or it is, yeah. sorry. So it's the first two rows. So 
Okay, so if you would like, so here's a, a tip for you. If you would like to do the lounge and all the fun stuff, but you would like to save yourself $300, you can get third row tickets I in can. your case. So, wow. And they'll still be able to see you from the third row. So there you go. Anyway, I just feel like that kind of puts things into perspective a little bit. Um, yes. And I know it, it goes to show like we're we're a little bit lucky in the sense that the boys still allow pictures in yeah. the movie. It's just, you know, it's just a little, it was a little shocking to see that. For yeah. Sure. Yes. But, you know, whatever. But, you know, to eat, if you have the money and you want to do it, and this is a once in a lifetime experience, by all means, do it. Like, that's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Of course, no judgment I, would, I would always want to be front row, whatever. But I, you know, you can go on a cruise for that amount of money. Mm, and then yes. you get free food and you overnight stays and things like that. So Yes. So. Anyways, kudos whatever floats your boat. And you never know because closer to the date, if those tickets have not sold, they might, they might make them cheaper. Um, or yeah. sometimes what they do is they take away like the VIP part and make them regular tickets. And then they are a bit cheaper there. So definitely keep an eye out, especially if you're going to, if you want to go to Toronto, there's tons available for, but anyways, let's get started on the actual album review. Oh, isn't there also something called a verified fan? They had the verified fan pre-sale. And people uh, so. are like, this is wild. Why are they doing like this? And then I was like, and then I was like, we're lucky that the Backstreet Boys don't do this either. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But the I hope they do not. Fan, the verified fan, you could only sign up for one show. So for people who like to go to multiple shows, you had to either strategize with your buddies and like, okay, you pick Nashville, you pick Toronto, I'll pick the New York, and then we'll do that and hope you get in. Um, but not everyone, a lot of people did not get in for the verified fan. A lot of people were waitlisted. Ooh. And then they said they would take people off the waitlist, but uh, some, many people did not get off the waitlist. So. so that's like your shit out of luck if you don't... Yeah. Have so a good some, luck. some shows did sell out really quickly and they have added additional dates on some of them and they have a buffer right now that they could add a second Toronto date but it doesn't really look like Toronto is selling that well right now like it is and it isn't it's just such a large arena to fill so yeah I feel like if it was at Scotiabank Arena it would probably be like sold if out. it was at Scotiabank Arena it would already been and I'm I'm sorry like we went and saw were you there maybe when we saw Sync at the Sky Dome way back in the day and Olivia, yes. I saw them once. I can't remember. I think I was at the Molson Amphitheater. Maybe. Okay. okay. So I went there, and that was sixth row, and it was amazing. And we got through by uh, Olivia called uh, Ottawa. Well, we were remember because you have to get wristbands, wait in line, and try to get in. So she got through to Ottawa to buy tickets in Toronto, and we ended up with sixth row, which was amazing. Ah! Um, you know what? I think you went with Olivia. Oh my God. Yes. I remember she was a terrifying driver and I'm like, oh, this is the night that I die. Yes. Sorry. Um, I think you cut out there. What was that part? Sorry. Which, which part? Which part? Chinzia? Uh, Chinzia. Sorry. I know you're talking super quiet. Sorry. Stop being sorry. so shy. I'm can get closer. No, we're talking about when we went to the NSYNC concert back in the day, Olivia had called Ottawa. Got it. We got sixth row tickets. That part I heard. Yeah, and it was good. And then I said, Lydia, I think you were there, but I think you had other tickets with from my Rita. cousin. Yeah, yeah that one, that one. Yeah, because, yeah. So the, we were we won a pair of tickets on site, I think, from the radio station. So we called you last minute, I believe. I think that's yeah, how it happened. Minute. Yeah. Anyways, 
that was a good show, but we were like up close. So the, I, can, I can tell you that if you're on the floor, it's going to be a good show. But Lydia and I went to One Direction with Olivia's nieces uh, there, and we were at the back of the 100s. And it was crap. Like you could not hear the sound quality was crap. And then I went to go visit my friend with her daughter before the show started. And they were in like the 500 level. And I swear to God, I almost passed out. Like once you get past a certain height, it's just like, I feel dizzy and I'm going to pass out. Like it's crazy. So, well, that was my first, (laughs) that was your first experience in a concert. The Backstreet Boys at the Sky Dome was the 500 level. I was 14 years old. Although it was that high, I was like, this is the best night of my life because I got to be in the same venue as them. Oh, there you go. But as as you get older, you're like, you're never going back up there again because of so many amazing experiences that I've had. Yeah, exactly. Yes, definitely. All right. But 14 year olds to to be like, amazing. Yeah, you did so well for yourself. Mm, mm, that's true. Yes. There you go. So okay. Jonas Brothers fans are like that as well. All yes, right, here we go. Into the, so album the, the main point the of main this, point of this before we went on a tangent uh, is the Jonas Brothers album. Uh, the album is the sixth studio album. So again, it is six. So why is it? Okay. Uh, by American pop rock band Jonas Brothers. It was released through Republic Records May 12, 2023. The album features a sole guest appearance from John Bellion. Uh, production was handled by Bellion himself, the Monsters and Strangers, with a Z, Pete Nappy, Ten Rock, The Diner, Daniel Tashani, Idu's Mushmali, Johnny Simpson, and Colin Britton. The album's release was supported by two singles, Wings, which is what the VIPs are named after. Ah. Wings came out first, and Waffle House. It it serves as a follow-up to their previous album, Happiness Begins. Background recording. On February 25th, 2020, during an interview with the Today Show, Nick Jonas revealed that the group had been working on an album with Ryan Tedder, and the details are going to be announced in the next couple weeks. He's a really good songwriter, Ryan Tedder. Yes. One Republic. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Right? He also, yeah, he did yeah. some stuff for Stop whispering. He did some stuff for some Canadian artists on this one show that we had that I cannot remember the name of right now. And he wrote one song for Backstreet Boys, I believe, as well. A co-wrote a, he co-wrote a song. I, it's not coming to my head at this point. If I am not mistaken, he's also the one that I guess he was working with Lance. Lance was trying to sell him as like an artist, and they're like, no, nah, a white guy solo artist is not gonna work out. So, tell that to Justin Bieber, okay? And Timberlake. And, and Timberlake. So, anyways, so he's a he's a talented uh, uh, songwriter producer. Anyways, uh, the details are going to be announced in the next couple of weeks, hinting that what a man got to do, a single they had released the previous month, would serve as the potential lead single for it. On September twenty third, twenty twenty two. So this is two years later. The group posted a picture of Nick, Joe, and Kevin Jonas in the recording studio with John Bellion, who was sitting at a piano writing that they were in the process of creating the album in which Joe also hinted at its completion. By January 13th, 2023, Nick appeared on the Kelly Clarkson's show, which he shared the album had been completed and the Jonas Brothers were currently kind of in that planning moment with the campaign, the single, the album, all the things. Exactly two weeks later, Nick, Joe, and Kevin sat down with an interview with Variety in which they revealed that the album included elements of 1970s pop, 
and Americana, makes sense, and partly influenced by the Bee Gees, America, and the Doobie Brothers. Well, they also revealed the titles for a few songs from it, Wings, Montana Sky, Vacation Eyes, Little Bird, Waffle House. On January 29th, Joe teased a snippet of Wings through a video that showed him in the studio with both Nick and Kevin. The following day, all three brothers went on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in which they announced that the album would be titled The Album and be released on May 5th. On February 22nd, the band announced that it had been delayed a week until May 12th. Uh, to promote the album, the band performed most of the track list of the yet unreleased album, along with some older hits on March 18th, 2023. So that's where we're talking about. The mm. fifth and last night of their Broadway residency. Song Wings was released as the album's lead single on February 24th. The second single, Waffle House, was released April 7th and sent to Hot Adult Contemporary Radio in the U.S. on April 10th. So far, the album has received mixed to positive reviews from music critics who have described it as enjoyable and timeless. Retro Pop Magazine called the album timeless thanks to its plethora of influences from across the decades, while Page Six called it a short but sweet love letter to the Jonas Brothers' wives. Makes okay. sense, yeah. The Independence Helen Brown said the album at no point does the album push for edge or originality. Woo! But you better have the barbecue Grinch to deny its lovingly crafted feel-good vibe. But you'd have to be the barbecue. You'd have Grinch. to be the barbecue okay. Grinch. Okay. Pure safe Sonic. Okay. Okay. All right. That's an interesting uh, way to put it. Yes. Yeah, there you okay. go. All right. So all tracks are co-written by Nick, Joe, and Kevin Jonas and Jonathan. Cool. Alien. Additional co-writers are listed below. All right, so shall we start with the first song? Let's do it. So you want to go me, you, Sophia, or me, Sophia, you? You, because you're talking, and then Sophia, then I'll, okay. do, I'll go the last. Okay. First song is Miracle. It is written by Jordan K. Johnson, Stefan Johnson, uh, Alexander Izequirdo, uh, Pete Nappy, and Jason Cornett, and is produced by John Bellion, The Monsters and Strangers, Nappy, and Tim. Okay, so Miracle... Pull up my notes. Handy dandy notebook. Okay, so I said it was sounded very 70s-ish. I also did not know they were saying Miracle until I looked up what the song was called. Uh, I said it was okay-ish. It was better the second time around. I like the do-do-do-do-do part. And they mentioned the word supernatural, which I don't know if that's what I liked. That's what I got there. Sophia, what do you got? Um, I put not bad, and I also put, I like the you do, do, do part. That's all. All right, and for me, I for, first thought was, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, and then, uh, but I got very old-timey vibes from it. Sorry, I'm, I'm cut off in the little thing. Okay. Can I just say? Yes. Yes. This album, I yes. thought was going to be an only two-song album. And then I listened to it a few times and I was like, okay, it's a four song album. Okay. And then I was like, uh, I miss happiness begins. That album was fantastic. Yeah, so, it really was. Yeah. You know, like anytime there's a new album, the first few times you listen, you're not really like, well, you don't know the songs, songs right? Yeah. So I feel like, so again, take everything with a grain of salt. True. But, uh, I don't know. I just yes. felt like happiness begins was really good maybe because we well, saw the, the documentary and we like went through the process yeah that's true i don't know for sure sorry go ahead all good all right next song is montana skies 
Montana Sky, sorry. Um, so in it, they talk about Montana skies and Georgia sunsets. You're the one walking in my head. I said it's very catchy and it gets stuck in my head. Oh. Oh, I did put a star on this one. I like this one. Wow. Oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot to do the writers. Oh my goodness. John, uh, Jordan Johnson, Stefan Johnson, Nappy Cornette, Gregory Hine, James Gutch. Produced by Bellion, The Monsters and Strangers, Nappy and Ten Block. Okay. Yes. They actually produced every single song. So I'm, oh no, they didn't. Never mind. Okay, continue on. Do your thing. Uh, Sophia, what do you think of Montana Sky? I put okay songs. That's not it. That's all. Okay, okay. (laughs) I I said, I like this one. Very easy to listen to. Good vibes. All right, sounds good. All right, up next is Wings, written by Jordan Johnson, Stephen Johnson, Nappy, Cornette, Clyde Lawrence, Jordan Cohen, uh, and produced by Bellion, Monsters and Strangers, Nappy, Ten Rock, and The Diner. Okay, uh, I said it was starts off very like urethral, like oh, like heavenly-ish. I don't know. Uh, then I said it was very short. Uh, I think it's only like two minutes and twenty seconds or something. Stop whispering into your ear. I think it was only, oh, it it says right there, it's only a minute and 58 seconds. So it's a very short song. Um, And I said it was nice. So this is their first single to promote the album. Um, And I really liked it. I thought it was catchy. I like the, when you give me love, I feel it, I feel it. You And then there was like, and then another part of it, of the song is, you are the wings. I need to fly away. It was you. It was you. So some really nice uh, song lyrics. Hmm. Uh, so I wrote. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Good. Good. I wrote. It's okay. It's a power ballad, kinda. Uh, like rocking out at the grocery store. Oh wow. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. This. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So next up is Sail Away, uh, also written by Jordan Johnson, Stefan Johnson, Nappy Cornette, Michael Pollock, and Callie Lehman, uh, produced by Bellion, Monsters and Strangers, Nappy, and Ten Rock. I wrote... Oh, okay. Um, Okay, I just have to say that I feel like I'm getting a little old, as we all are. What? And I've been to many... What a way to start! I've been to a lot of concerts. I don't wear protective hearing things. And then I feel like a lot of this album, I was like, what? What are they saying? Like, like mumbling and shit. So I had to actually look up the lyrics on most of them. Um, but especially in this one, yeah. because I was like, is this in English? Like, is this even English? Like, what are they I saying? I don't know, man. Yeah. So I looked up the lyrics, and the lyric that I got um, stuck on was trans. Transidabralactical. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went to uh, Google and went to go define what it meant. And I would just first of all like to say that it didn't, when I tried to find transidentical, it came up with transcendentalism first. So I don't know what the hell that, that is. That's the thing. So I will explain to you what it is. It is a noun. Oh. It says, an idealistic philosophical and social movement which developed in New England around 1836 in reaction to rationalism, influenced by Romanticism, Platonicism, and Catania philosophy, 
It taught that divinity pervades all nature and humanity, and its members held progressive views on feminism and communal living. Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thorold were central figures. Uh, part two is a system developed by Immanuel Kant based on the idea that in order to understand nature of reality, one must first examine and analyze the reasoning process which governs the nature of experience. So it's, oh, good. Okay, what? so this helped no one as okay. well. Okay. <laughs> so then it said, search instead for transcendental. I was like, uh, yes, I will do that. Um, and then it asked me, did you mean transcendentalism? And it only had two things. One was the Jonas Brother album, and one was a tweet by a, a girl named Alyssa Nicole. And it said, my jaw honestly dropped when I heard the word transcendental in Sail Away, laughing my ass off like I know they do not know what that word means. Yes, <laughs> so, right? Yes. Yeah. I was like, so thank you for Alyssa Nicole. What the saying hell? For, yes, for what saying what we are thinking because are we don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, oh, I feel like perhaps you took a bunch of drugs in a desert and came up with this like word oh yes blah 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 anyways um then it also said leave the mental need to just let go i had no idea what the hell i heard but that's not what i heard and i was like i don't i need the mental i'm like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> i was like have i lost my hearing i yeah. don't know what's going on yeah, yeah. i'm very confused and then after that part then it was like come sail away it, it, like away that part was nice kind of reminded me of i believe tayo cruz yeah like break break your heart okay yeah yeah kind of reminded me of that okay um so i said it was a nice beat and there was some nice repeating at the end but i was thoroughly confused by the beginning so i mean that's you weren't alone clearly that, that, that is fair because i also so, was like i don't know what you know, this means I'm like i'm learning new words but not at least i guess i'm like at least you could pronounce it i guess i don't, I don't think know. i could no i don't know okay. but i did i don't know what <laughs> sorry for butchering that word english language no worries um, no, i wrote not a fan of this song um the end was the best part of the song i like sail away sail away sail away yeah, yeah. that part was good that was yes yeah. um all right so i wrote it's a good boating song Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> easy listening, not bad. Is this their hippie phase? Is what I wrote. Well, I feel like they're kind of going through a whole 70s, 80s thing yeah. on this album. So yeah. I did read an article saying that they're trying to exp they experimented more with this album. Yeah. Yeah. I so this okay. is probably why. All right. Sure. I mean, you need to experience. <laughs> You need to keep a balance of what made you famous and maybe pepper in something. Yes. When a whole album mm -hmm. is is the experiment is But ugh. this isn't like drastically different from that. It's not like this is like heavy metal music. I mean, I or guess. like country or something. It's just you I know, mean, just I a guess little bit, so. It's a little bit weird, but anyways, not bad, not bad. Uh okay, so uh next up, Americana. Uh Jordan Johnson, Stefan Johnson, Alexander is a queer though. Nappy and Jason Cornett were the writers. Uh, was the writers and the producers Belly and Monsters and Strangers, Nappy and Ten Block. So I put it kind of starts off a little like singer songwritery. Uh, then it, it name drops James Jay Z and James Dean. 
Uh, and then it says, if your mama don't care about it, we're going to get home when we get home. So I feel like this is kind of like talking about kind of like back to like the old school days. We could just hang out with your buddies and like your mom was not a helicopter parent and you were allowed to do whatever. And when the sun came down, then you would get home type thing. That's how I kind of took it. I feel like it's like, oh, like a slice of Americana, like, you know, back in the day when you could just hang out and do things and play with your friends and stuff. I don't know if that's right, but that's how I interpreted it. All right. So yeah, yeah, I feel like it, that's fair. I kind of interpreted it the same way. Um, but I also did not really like this song. I put not bad. I don't know if that's like good or bad, but not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, for me, for Americana, I wrote very psychedelic sounding. Is that an electric flute? Oh, yeah. There was a weird what sound the in there hell at one am point. I listening to? Yeah, no, valid. It's just, I mean, I, mean, I don't mind it. I mean, there's yeah, like a thousands of interest instruments on this planet uh but i was just not expecting that one yes that makes sense yeah fair all right next up is celebrate with an exclamation mark uh this is written by jordan johnson stefan johnson alexander zaguerto uh pete nappy jason cornett and michael pollock uh and is produced by bellion monsters and strangers nappy and ted brock so for celebrate i wrote Fun song with an exclamation mark. Uh, I said there was a chorus of voices, and then I said it almost sounded a little bit like samba-like at the end, and then I um, and then it actually almost sounded like they were giving you directions to make this into a dance, because then they were like, um, hit the right, hit the left, turn around and slide. Like that's kind of oh yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, are they trying? You're to trying to be a cha cha like, slide, my guy. Trying to make this like a wedding song mm. that people are gonna like, you know, do their little dance and. Yeah, whatever. you know what? Americans I, have like weird songs that they like grasp onto. So I mean, like it's possible. Mm. Jump to the left, jump to the right. Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what kind of sounded like, but in like a Jonas Brother way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting, but yeah, I don't I don't know. So, um, I put celebrate tonight. I like this song, fun song. I was dancing. I Were you it. dancing to the left and the right? Did you? Turn I sure and was slide? because I was oh, like, yeah. thank goodness, there's another song that I like on this album. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, um, I I did like how they 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 the sounded out celebrate. It was like cel la great tonight like all like one where they said it, like really quickly it was like good it's almost like celebrate no it's not that song it's not that song no i'm just saying like how you did like, celebrate they like celebrate tonight like celebrate they said it like all one celebrate tonight. and like, like a pretty good nice hype song but then they said something called hit the lebna i'm like what is what's hit the no lebna? they did not they said hit, hit the, the left Hit not the, the right. Lebna. Okay, turn that makes around sense. and slide. Oh, you're right. This is your dance. Left. This is oh. why you have to look up the lyrics yeah. because like, I felt that I was is having hearing Lebna? loss. Lebna is a really delicious, like, like a dip, it's like right? a dip. It's a Mediterranean one that's like um, garlicky, I think. And I'm like, yeah, let's hit the Lebna, yogurt. I guess. Yeah, yeah. celebrate with the well, Lebna. That's a party food. Dips are know. always party food. That is not what they sing, nope. but you know, why not? God bless them. God bless them. All right. Uh, moving along, we have now come to the second single of the album, Waffle House. Uh, it is written by Pete Nappy, J uh, Jason Cornett, Daniel Tashian, Ido Z 
Mishnali. I'm so sorry for fucking up your name. Uh, Johnny Simpson and Hein, and is produced by Belly and Nappy, Ten Rock, Tashin, and Zmal Mishmali Mishali Mish. Well, please try to say this word. Is the Z silent? No, you, you pronounced it at the beginning very well. Zmishlani. Yeah, Zmishlani. There you Zmishlani. go. There okay, you got anyways. it. You got it. Waffle House. Okay. Anyways, this is the autobiographical song. Okay. Uh, they're talking about having deep conversations at the Waffle House, uh, headstrong father, determined mother, they, uh, try not to, try to kill each other, but it was always love. So it's like talking about how early on in their career, they would have these like gigs and they had mentioned this, we had mentioned this previously as well, is that because they were underage, they, they, would, they would perform, but they couldn't go anywhere. They couldn't go to a club afterwards or anything. So pretty much the only thing open is the Waffle House. So then they would go to the Waffle House as a family and like eat a late dinner and like chat about things and figure things out. And then because there's all the, the headstrong people in the family, everyone's kind of fighting. But in the end, it all kind of worked out. Mm -hmm. I would like to know how Frankie felt during this time. Oh, yeah. Is he like a little baby at this time? I can't remember how. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. So did he know. come on tour with them or was he always yeah, dropped of off at the babysitter? No, he came on. I, I wasn't there I'm i asking. was not there but anyways i like it it's a catchy song it's like upbeat i'm sad that the music video does not have like waffle house like in it but i feel like you'd have to pay money or whatever i feel like they're getting enough free publicity with the waffle house thing yeah waffle house is very popular nowadays also they had a really cute promotion before this happened when you were streaming it and then you could check in every day and it would come out with like a waffle house receipt Mm, and, it would and your cute. price was like how many how long you had listened to all the songs okay oh, so it was like a very it was a very cute way to stream the thing I thought it was yeah cute. it was nice i like a lot of good marketing behind this so, yes. right, yeah they so, did yeah. a good job with that song um i love this song it's great catchy um i love the song lyrics no don't get stressed it's gonna get figured out oh deep conversations at the waffle house headstrong father and a determined mother Oh, it's why some nights we try to kill it, each other. You know, it's always love. Beautiful. Like, how can you not sing along to that? That's beautiful. It is very catchy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Another song that I enjoyed. I was like, thank the Lord. Yeah. This one I actually like to actually start this one. I was like, okay. This is actually Me too. Good. I personally, I personally love the Love Waffle House, like the actual restaurant. I love the shredded. Yeah. So good. If you have an opportunity, go. It's delicious. Anyways. But okay, here's my no notes on the song. I so said I saw the music video. The song isn't bad. I really wish they actually went to the Waffle House. Uh, and then I said, and then I like that line too that you mentioned the headstrong father and the determined mother. And it is a very cool line. So yeah, overall mm. good song. Excellent. Good good single choice. Good <laughs> single. All right, moving along. Next up, number eight is Vacation Eyes, and this is written by Pete Nappy and Jason Cornett. And it was produced by Bellion, Nappy, Ten Rock, The Monsters, and Strangers. Okay, so first off, when I first heard it, I was not hearing Vacation Eyes. For some reason, I was hearing Vacation House. I was just like, what? The okay. Vacation House. I was like, okay. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck. And then, then, um, and then I went back and listened to this with the lyrics because I was very confused. And then at the very beginning, he said, I got a little douchey in my left hand, right? So it's like, pass the duchy on the left hand side. Do you guys remember that yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Obviously that has to be some sort of like throwback to them. 
uh, who were an 80s band, I believe. They were called Musical Youth, and the song was called Pass the Gucci. And in case anyone is wondering what that means, uh, my friend Google has helped us out there. So it says, a Gucci is a Jamaican cooking pot. Oh, okay. What? And while there's not much reason to pass one around, yeah. it is an acceptable substitute for the original lyric, pass the coochie, and coochie is Jamaican slang for pot that okay. holds marijuana. That's what I thought. Like okay. a pot pot. Yeah, yeah. So like when this other band came out, they were like children. So I was being so. Um, so yeah, I believe that this man has had some um, Gucci and writing a lot of these songs, but I digress. Um, so anyways, then I realized, oh, okay. So the song is about not have, having to be on vacation to still be in love with this girl. Right. Because, you know, like, you know, vacation romances and things like that. Or, you know, you're in a tropical place and there's sand and all stuff. And it's like, whatever. But he's like, even when he's at home, he sees her. It's like they're on vacation and it's wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. So he's still in love with her. Okay. That is my interpretation of the song. So, yes. So, yeah. So Kevin didn't write this song. Oh. Kevin Jonas? No, it didn't say on there. No, it said they wrote all of the songs. Wait. Did oh, okay. Yeah. I'm getting it nick joe and kevin oh okay nick, sorry and, uh, maybe oh, I didn't that part. you're right all tracks are co-written you're right and oh, okay jonathan bellion guy okay sorry please continue so i heard the song and then i was like oh this is a nice song and then i looked up an article about it and it said that kevin wrote um wrote this song about danielle as they met when both of their families ah, were yes. on vacation in the bahamas so the love story started in twi- in 2007 until now Aww, every cute. time they see each other it's just sparks are flying like, continuously you know, so it's like when they first met they're still in yes yeah. that's cute that's a very cute so, good job I thought it was Kevin. a nice song yeah i thought it was a nice that's song. adorable I love so are it. you saying that if we go on vacation we might meet a celebrity and then we can marry them. Is that what you're Listen, saying? Listen, I've gone on multiple vacations and I've never met anyone at all. I oh, think it's really honestly just the movies and uh, like this is like, well, it doesn't happen to, to anybody, but apparently okay. celebrities. Well, if anybody would like to go on vacation to a tropical destination at the end of September, you can go with O Town, Chris Runsink, Ryan Cabrera, um, the dude from LFO. So most of them are married, but I feel like there's a couple of O-Town members that are still single. Maybe you might fall in love on the Pop 2000 beach thing. Vacation. There you go, guys. Yeah, make you make go. an investment. If you want to date a boy bander, go to that. Buy some bikinis. Uh, who knows? Man. Who knows? I, I'm like, and, and I kind of wonder, like, because do the Jonas Brothers and Danielle like have the same like wealth level? Is that why they ended up at the same resort? Probably. You know what I mean? Like probably. I don't know what her parents do. I thought she's like a hairdresser, isn't she? Possibly. I feel like they said that in the documentary. Yeah. And then, but what and do what do her parents do? Ah, well, they probably do. because I'm 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 guessing her do parents we... are the reason they went to this yeah. this uh, right. Bahamas. Do we? And need... that's why they saw each other. Mm-hmm. Do we need rich parents in order to get to a rich resort, <laughs> in order to meet a rich guy, in order for fame and romance? Okay. Possible. Anyway. It's possible because yeah. uh, just, I'm guessing they'll need a five-star hotel to be at right. because okay. where else would they be? They're not going to exactly. go to a, a three-star or whatever. It really doesn't say what her parents do. It so says I, that yeah. she's from New Jersey. She has two sisters and a brother. She's Italian. Nice. 
she worked as a hairdresser before meeting Kevin. Well, both of their families were on vacation in the Bahamas in 2007. And then they got married in 2009 on Long Island. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just trying to make a blueprint for our viewers, okay? Yes. Because, like, marrying a boy bander is the ultimate goal, okay? That This sounds like, honestly, a Hallmark movie. It could definitely be a Hallmark movie. They could be the new, like, Carlos Penavega and Alexa Penavega who do all yeah. the Hallmark movies and they're married and stuff. Uh, Nick Kevin Boucher. and Danielle should make one of those. Yeah, yeah. They we should. should watch the Married to Jonas sometime because we haven't watched that. Yeah, yet. I'll add it. How to many episodes? How many episodes is that? You know what? That's an excellent question. I feel like it was on for a while. It's an excellent question, okay. but it's not. Yeah, it's nothing. Wait, to do enough, with this. Let's 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 circle back. So we're on we're, we're on number up. eight to vacation. Uh, there was two seasons, so let's okay. All right, put it on the list. Okay. He is putting it on the list. I'm right. reading to you. Wait, I didn't even get to read my shit. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. We're talking about vacation eyes. <laughs> We're circling back. Okay, this gives off uh, beach vacation vibes, like white linen dresses on the beach flowing in the wind. And I started, so I liked it. Oh, very, very nice. good. Very nice. All right, up number nine is Summer in the Hamptons, written by Pete Nappy, Jason Cornette, Hine. Alicia Ferraro and Alicia Knoll. And it's produced by Bellion, Nappy, and Tenrock. All right, so back to my notes here. So when I first heard it, I thought they were saying Sex Night Summer in the Hamptons. Yeah, but there is. Yeah. They don't there say Sex, sex in Night. It, they, they actually say Sex Like Summer in the Hamptons. Oh, God. And then I was like, okay, they're fancy pants. Yeah, Excuse like, me. shit, okay. Oh, oh we, we go to the Hamptons. Oh, my, my. We only have sex in the Hamptons. I like Hamptons stand up my ass. And then it was like champagne ocean, raw motion. And I go, <laughs> so my uh, my thought of this, like, the guys are really horny on this album, eh? Like, uh, a little bit. There's a lot of sex yeah, going on. There's a like... lot of vacation sex. Like, Excuse me. Excuse us poor peasants who are at home working and not having fun times and for those it's a more mature not, album they've grown up so much yes apparently for those of us who are poor and not american or whatever the hamptons is like a fancy area in like the northeast-ish where a lot of celebrities go and they have like things yacht parties and things it's like, like a vacation home no yes in the hamptons <laughs> yeah, it's like where like Martha Stewart goes and all that. Yes, crap, and I right? believe yeah. the the um, oh my god, what the hell was that movie with baby? Don't put baby in a corner. Oh oh oh, dirty yes. dancing. Dirty dancing. Like like... That takes place. Sorry, my in phone the is dead, and my notes are on there. No. Please All right, Sophia, what is your thoughts on? Summer in the Hamptons? Okay, um, this one is like I don't know, kind of boring. It was but very put, repetitive. Yeah, uh, but I put not bad. Like, yes, could um, be better. You know what? While well, Lydia goes to find her phone, let me look up the lyrics. Ah! While well, Lydia goes to charge her phone, <laughs> as I very slowly type here, the Hamptons. Oh, you're looking at where the Hamptons is? Oh, I guess I could do that too. Yes. Just for the people oh, who are not Canadian. Well, I, I just mean, wonder, like, why they go there. Like, who decided? Their parents? Probably. 
Okay, so let me just read you some of these lyrics while Lydia's phone gets a little bit of charge here. So it says, warm waterfalls stay falling on me. Your body takes me to some kind of place. Then it immediately jumps into sex in the, like in the Hamptons, like summer in the Hamptons. I'm deep inside your sand. What? A different kind of warmness. Oh, what? wow. It escalated very quickly. So it's gritty in there and dry. Wow, gotcha. wow, wow. Uh, my heart inside your hands, a thousand wild horses. And then again, like sex, like summer in the Hamptons. Uh, ocean champagne, raw emotion, skies open wide. Sex, like summer in the Hamptons. And then it just repeats that part a lot. It just keeps going with oh, the champagne God. ocean. So what exactly is a champagne ocean? Do you mean like you're drinking champagne in the ocean? Or does like that ocean? actually mean something? I don't think it means I don't much. think it means I don't I think, think he's just making much. stuff up. I feel like we're just analyzing it for no reason. It's a song from somebody else. Somebody else has a song called Champagne Ocean. I don't know. But yeah, I've got nothing. Oh, God bless. Um, okay, let me go back to my notes. Well, I guess at least they tried something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Sex in the Hamptons, you know, enjoy your life. Like, listen, guys, I'm Mama Lou, right? And I love sexy content. This, not even like, like my. No tingle in the vingle? No tingle in the vingle. It's like negative tingle. It's like, ah, <laughs> ah, what the hell is this? Oh my God. It's as I, if you got sand in you. Right. Like, I got sand in my vagina. Like, seriously, I don't, I, I, I don't feel any like, oh, yeah, like sexy emotion. You didn't want to have ocean, no. champagne, ocean, no, or whatever they're saying? No, I couldn't. I don't know. I like, I was not. I don't know, like feeling any feelings about this song. I was just saying, like, you weren't vibing with it. No, I said, uh, rich title, rich guy title right away. Sucks, sucks, summer in the Hamptons, but they say it really, really fast. Like, like, like they like rush through it. I'm like, what the hell? Is That's this? why I thought it was saying sex night, summer in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. It's like sex and like summer. Hamptons. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the Hamptons on the eastern Long Island South Fork is a string of seaside communities known as the summer destination. For affluent New York City residents, it is marked by long stretches of beach and an interior of farmland, towns, and villages with 18th century shingle buildings and estates hidden behind tall boxwood hedges. East Hampton is home to high-end restaurants, bars, and designer boutiques. So, you know, I'm just going to throw it Sound out here. Boring is that a lot of people cannot relate to this, guys. No. Not relate to your fancy-ass Hampton sex. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. So there you go. All right, so next there you song. Go. So moving along to the next song. Number 10. Which uh, is not that great either. Summer Baby. Sex in the Hamptons is not great or the next song? Then east, the next song. Okay. We're moving on to the next song, number 10. Uh, Summer Baby. So this is by Jordan Johnson, Stefan Johnson, uh... Pete Nappy, Jason Cornett, uh, Michael Pollock, and Hein. Uh, and it is produced by Billion, Monsters and Strangers, Nappy, and Ten Rock. And my notes on this say, I liked it right away. I thought it was very upbeat. Uh, still catching feelings for you. Uh, looking at the lyrics, and he's, okay, so looking at the lyrics, I was like, oh, this is such a good song. I really like it. I started it. Uh, he starts off by insulting her immediately oh. in it. The very first line is, you're a full-blown problem. Lucky I'm your baby's father. Wow. Like, what? Wow. Uh, they also use the word supernatural again, like they did in the first thing. 
And uh, they used it as supernatural sugar cane. Uh, but I said it was still a cute song and it was very catchy. So I did really like Summer Baby. So, uh, yeah, what do you think? I wrote, not that great. Hopefully it gets better. Yeah. Um, for me, I wrote uh, very guitar and techno. Not bad, easy listening, and then it had like a lyric catching feels for you. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's hi. like you're still catching feelings for you. So it's like it's a cute song. So it's I right. thought it was cute. It's not right. I thought it was adorable. All right, next up, uh, almost done. Number eleven is "Little Bird" by Jordan Johnson, Stephen Johnson, Pete Nappy, Jason Cornett, Michael Pollock, and Hein. Um, and Bellion, Monsters and Strangers, Nappy, and Ten Rock are the producers. So uh, it's called Little Bird. I am I am discriminating against it because it is talking about birds. You hate birds. I hate birds. But then after I read the lyrics, I was a little bit confused. But then I reread the lyrics and I understand that this is actually about their kids. And their kids getting married in the future. So that's, what I, that's how I took it. Oh, Because it's like, you know, I'm going to die soon or something. What? It was just, hold on. Let me look up the actual lyrics. Oh. But I read it as like, you know, you have your mother's eye. Um, it had like. So like when I read it, because first I thought it was about like his wife leaving him or something, but then I realized it was about a child. So it's like you came into this world, my baby girl, beautiful angel. I could not cry. You got your mother's kind eyes. So it's about, I think it's about like your small hands are wrapped around my finger. Okay. Like all this stuff. Uh, and then, you know, nights will happen less. You're going to fly into somebody else's arms, little bird. And then it's like walking down the aisle. He's going to love you when I got to leave you. Got to believe it when the Lord takes me home. So it's like talking about him. Uh, so it's like, yeah. So it's talking about like, it's talking about, I guess, enjoying the time with your children because eventually they'll grow up and leave you. Like a little bird, they'll leave the nest and go somewhere. That, yeah, yeah. So that's what I understood. I mean, yeah. Now that I guess, now that I see the lyrics, I can see what you meant by that. Okay. Okay, Sophia, what did you think? So I'm glad I read that article about this, <laughs> so I could understand the lyrics. Um, so uh, it's about them being fathers. So they dedicated the song to their children and their wives. Um, and I think it's a beautiful song. I love it. Well. Okay, here's the thing. You shouldn't have to do like research about a song. You should just like it or hate it. Like there's no DLC content for an album. This is ridiculous. Anyways, True. But it. I feel like it helped in this situation because I was like, I don't know yeah, why don't know. some of the lyrics are like this, but they make sense. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to sound like a dick then. Well, you know what? Same okay. No, this never. kind of sad vibes. I'm, I'm picturing a, a sad guitar player around a campfire, a depressed camp counselor whose girlfriend cheated on him during the summer vibes. Okay. That's okay. what I thought. I don't uh, know. And I also kind of thought it was like a cheating and leaving. And then I was like, what? And then that's when I looked up the lyrics. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Like we all have been to that summer camp where there's that one sad dude who plays the guitar. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, Trevor, get it together, please. I'm trying to say goodbye. Fuck. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I've had a lot of traumatic experiences. My life. life is full of trauma. I don't know how everyone's had normal lives, but yeah. Okay. 
Oh, anyway, nice. so moving Continue on from that on. song, yes. <laughs> uh, the last they song. could have ended that song, that album on this song, but they didn't. But they didn't. They did Walls featuring John Bellion. <laughs> Can we know who the, who is? Oh, John Bellion. Did we talk about that? Uh, he is this main guy. So I'll tell you right now. Jonathan David Bellion. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. Is an American singer, rapper, producer, and songwriter. He was born and raised in Lake Grove, New York, on Long Island. He is best known for his song "All Time Low." Along with writing and producing credits, he has released four mixtapes and two studio albums. That's um, good. That's, that's yeah, plenty. that's pretty much it. And that's what he looks like. Oh, say what his main song is. There's oh, am I sharing this page? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it said the main song was that one song. He reset it, but I have never heard that song. Me neither. Okay, okay, I haven't either. Let's go back here. So, um, so this is again, as all songs are written by all the Jonas Brothers and John Bellion, um, and uh, Pete Nappy, Jason Cornette, Simpson is somewhere, I don't know what is uh, Lawrence Cohen, Ferraro, Andrea Rosario. Uh, Douglas Davis, and then it was produced by Belly and Nappy, Ten Rock, The Diner, Simpson, and Colin Britton. Okay. So I was listening to this song when I was driving, <laughs> and it was a red light, and it started off nice. And then I stopped to write, like, I was. it was a red light, so I went to go write, which I know, do not do that. And then I was so, I was trying to, like, inconspicuously type down a word, and then the light changed, and the guy behind me honked, and then I tried to take off and then my car has nothing to do with anything it was fine nothing happened but i was just like it stressed me out so anyways i want you to go listen to it the second time the first time i listened to it i was like what the fuck the second time i listened to it it started off nice then it gets to this bridge part with mm-hmm. this john bellion part first of all what the fuck does because again i had to look this up levantante mean and then it got weird and echoey and dramatic and i said this was almost like i was like watching a musical and i felt like this was like the so that had the that he, the car honked at me whatever i was very confused it was just like very dramatic like it's like you're singing this song now this other voice has come in and it's like you know building this crescendo and i could just pack like weirdos on stage like oh we're switching a scene up and whatever and i just felt like it would just end with like the stop and the black darkness and then mm, move on to the mm, next scene like mm. it just seemed like a bizarrely dramatic musical mm. and i didn't know what the heck was happening there you go. That's what I have for that one. Nope. I don't know, guys. I, um, I put not bad. I was just like, oh my gosh, why did they end it with this song? Yeah. Because yeah. like crying. The walls are crying or something. I guess because like you're sad with Little Bird because it's like a beautiful song, right? And then you go to the next song and like they're trying to uplift you and make you like happy, I guess, because they're. Mm. I don't know. In case you're wondering what levitante means, get up. Ah, okay. In what language? No clue. Uh, Apparently Italian. Wow. I did not know that. Get up, stand up, you know. Levity. Is he Italian? No. John Bellion. Does that sound Italian? in jersey right so yes. okay True. i actually like this song oh, it was okay. I, 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 oh, sorry. I, okay, okay. I started um so i was like it was like the, the like the thing the lyric you make the walls cry i'm like the ending is very interesting it sounds like they're yelling in the stadium 
Like a yes. good show is ending. It's a good ending show song. And I feel like that's probably what they're going to, in the concert, what oh, they're going to use to so? end. Like, like on a like crescendo. A then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then screams. Yeah, woo! Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's yeah. kind of what their intention was. So, I mean, regarding the musicality of okay. the, of the you know, CD, Album? it makes sense to end this on like a high note, as if you're at a concert. Yeah. And if it was like the final. It but... definitely sounded like there was a lot of voices in that area. And it was like shouting and things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. top three, guys. What's your top three? Stop sharing. Okay. So okay. should I go first? Uh, yes. Sure. Oh, do you know? No. Sorry, you know? No, you go first. I don't okay. think she knows. Okay. So go ahead. So Okay, so I'm gonna go uh Waffle House number one. Mm-hmm. Uh celebrate number two. That's a good one. And I and vacation eyes number three with honorable mention to wings and little bird. So half the album. I know, right? <laughs> All right for like me. I said, it was like a four album. It was like a four song album. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I liked, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with Waffle House first, um, then vacation eyes, then walls. All right. I'm going to actually go with, uh, Summer Baby first, then Waffle House, then Montana Skies. Oh. Montana Skies. Which originally I was like Montana and Georgia and stuff. And I was like, whatever. But then it actually grew on me and I really liked it. Very nice. Country. So look at us. Look well, at us. See, Waffle stuff. House. We all uh, like that one. Well, obviously they knew what they're leading off with. So good yes. good job on getting that as a single. Yeah. So, yeah. Sweet, sweet. Well, guys, uh, is there any other final thoughts you have about this album? Uh, all in all, it was an okay album. I still love Happiness Begins more yes. than this one. Yeah. I feel like this is, it'll grow on us a little bit more if you listen to it a bit more, but there's not as many like banger, banger hits, yes. I feel. Yes. And I personally like a little more like upbeat stuff. More pop vibes. More pop, yeah, this... poppy, like fun. Yeah. Like Celebrate was a good one. This is very it, experimental. You know, Kind yeah, of, it was like it was interesting. It wasn't different. like totally off brand, but it wasn't like I don't know. It yeah, okay. it, was like, okay. it was like um, because again, the Jonas Brothers experiment, they experiment and then they have their own as well. Yeah, the same yeah. similar song. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they're not really a traditional boy band. They're not like a five member singing dancing group. I mean, so they yeah. are a little more pop rock. So yeah, I guess it is kind of on their thing. I did like this better than the Hanson album. One hundred percent. Which yes. one? The last one. Ah, uh, well, yeah. The red, green, and whatever it's called, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's kind of a little more comparable because yeah, I feel like the others. Yeah, if you're gonna compare the two, uh, yeah, they're they're like more apples and. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. Anyways, all good. All good. good. Job, Joe Bros. Keep keep plugging along and giving us content. So yes, keep giving us music and tours. Exactly. Let us know what you thought of this album in the comments below and tell us what your favorite song is, guys. Um, and if you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and share. And we would really appreciate any donations on Kofi so we can go to more concerts. Okay, guys, thanks for taking a break with us. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.